This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win 100 times your money. That's right. Five bucks turns into 500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away 100K. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. And we're also brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with code SGP at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off. Off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SGP. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Sports Bets, the sports betting research platforms for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame bet app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and, and Barking Dog Properties. Free to enter. Just go to sportsgamepodcast.com slash survive. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's Thursday. We got some football picks for you. I know Steve missed me last night. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, how you doing, buddy? Oh, I think uh, you're the one who's doing pretty good, uh, yeah. considering you passed your test. Congratulations, I buddy. I did. I was nervous. Uh, I was talking to my buddy uh, who runs the firm. I was like, yeah, man, I was a little worried just because my brain is 40 now, and it does not retain things the same way it did in my mid-20s when I initially took that test. Um, so, but whatever passes pass. So I'm happy about that. And I got to take my next one next week. So like, so you click the button and then it just gives you like the raw score there. And no, it used to, it used to, now it's just pass or fail. Okay. All right. Did you cover like the little corner where it says like the great, nah, like, so I'm the type, like they give you like three and a half hours. So that test, I was done in like an hour and 15 minutes, maybe a little shorter. It's okay. like 135 questions. And I, I'm the type of, I, I know it, I know it. If I don't, I don't. And I just move on. See, for my CPA exam, uh, so it will come out quarterly, your scores. Yep. And uh, you go to the website, you click refresh, and there's a little box right at like, the bottom corner. I would put my hand over it. And then like I'm kind of <laughs> peeking over because you got to get 75 to pass. I'm peeking over. Yeah, the 73 then, for mine, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm looking at like, you know, poker, like, you know, looking at the two cards, yeah. squeezing, squeezing. I'm like, okay, oh, it's eight, perfect. And then one time I was got seven, I was like, uh-oh, uh -oh. seven. <laughs> and I go there, 76, let's go, baby. I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, I, I don't know why they stopped giving the scores out. I think they uh, there was some bullshit reason. I can't remember, but I would have liked to know my score. I was like, I didn't really care, but I would like to have known because I got to take this next one. So I want to know like, what I actually have to work on. They used to give you like the areas you were like you were weak on, okay. which is always like taxes for me and like yeah. remembering like section rule codes. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. when did they I'll see it out. Let's move on to the stuff I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I'm not I'm a CPA. I don't even really like taxes. So, um, all right, why don't we move on to football? Uh, so, I mean, I guess there's really no point. Uh, we're recording right now. Uh, basically a kickoff for the Chiefs game. Did you put a bet no. down on this game? Nah, I bet Chiefs. So I, yeah, I, I bet Chiefs minus 10 and a half. So, I mean, the weather kind of concerns me, but I just think Pacheco is going to have a good game. And just this Broncos defense is so bad. And like, if the wind isn't quite as bad as what they're predicting, like I looked at the DVOA stats against the Broncos against different wide receivers. So they're 24th yeah. against wide receiver ones. They're 31st against wide receiver twos. They're 32nd against wide receiver threes. And that's basically the entire Chiefs receiving core right there outside Travis Kelsey, <laughs> just bunch of wide receiver twos and threes. So the fact they can't even cover them, can't even cover running backs on the back. So maybe McKinnon has a good get game. Like even if it is windy, I just think like, you know, Mahomes is just going to pick them apart with short little passes and just this Broncos team just seems like they're ready to pack it in for the year. 
Yeah, so I, I got a first couple first touchdowns, and I took uh, I heard Pat Mayo talking about the McKinnon under rushing yards, keep hitting. So I hit that, and then I took a couple uh, Chiefs unders as well, just because I figured it's going to be a Pacheco game. They're just going to try to get in and out of there. Broncos aren't really going to give them much. The ten and a half just kind of scared me on a Thursday night. Like, plus I got some more double digit chalk later in the week. I feel like I couldn't take this one too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. These night games just seem like they're always stinkers, and I think the most likely scenario is Chiefs blow them out as the stinkers. So, um, so that's yeah, one thing. Okay, now, uh, so you want to do, talk about our shitty teams? Yeah, sure. Yeah, fuck it. Or no? <laughs> yeah, uh, I was. Okay. So I called in. in a drunken uh, rant. Why, why don't you go first? Yeah, so I called in on a drunken rant uh, to the boys. Some. At night and uh i think i was a little mad now i'm just kind of more sad about what's happening with bill like it's it's just sad like he's a great he's like the greatest coach ever and we're all turning on him and we're all screaming about it and look he has sucks for the past five years uh since brady left but uh, he did a lot for the franchise and and i would just like to see him go out with some pride and hopefully not like a not bad, man. It's bad. Like they're already pointing fingers in the locker room, and fucking the media is like just going insane. And look, he doesn't help himself. He comes up to these press conferences and he acts like a fucking prick. And it's like you could do that when you're winning Super Bowls, man. But when you're signing guys like Juju Smith-Schuster, drafting guys like Curtis Strange, uh, and having other teams openly laugh at you for drafting a guy at Curtis Strange in the first round, where everybody else had him graded third or fourth round, it just constantly picks like that. Like I think. The best case scenario, take the GM away and then see if he'll still coach. Uh, and I think that will probably help. Um, but I don't know if he'll do that. I don't think he'll give up the power. So I don't know, man. Uh, I don't see a whole lot of wins on this schedule. Mac Jones is fucking terrible and there's no skill players on offense. And the ones we did have on the defense are now hurt. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just uh, we have a shitty punter and a shitty kicker who were both drafted. Fun. So, yeah, just uh, just good times. Good times. Yeah, I mean, like as someone who I, I kind of relate to your situation as uh, I was a Syracuse basketball, or I'm still I'm a Syracuse basketball fan. We just let go to Jim Beheim, and that was that split the fan base because a lot of people said, "Well, you just got to let Jim play it out there." And then there was people like me just saying, "Like this has been a shit product for eight years now. Like we have to do something at this point. Someone needs to talk to him." And unfortunately, it ended up being. Uh, I think they just did a press release without actually really consulting Jim, just saying he's no longer returning. They just kind of forced the issue there. So hopefully it yeah. ends a little better than that. Uh, for yeah. Him. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, that would be pretty bad if it was a little salty, uh, you know, break up with Bill there. But um, I think I'm, I think I'm more miserable than you though. <laughs> with because yeah. look, like I, I think you guys are about to have, you, you guys are, are truly bottoming out. Yes. And you'll probably ever, I mean, maybe Belichick will stick around, but you're in a new quarterback. You're, um, you know, maybe start rebuilding, maybe get a new GM, something like that. But like, it just, I just feel like with the giants, this has been now over a, a decade of just really bad football that I've been watching. And it just seems like it's over and over and over with this team. And I, I like I haven't seen a good Giants team, I think, since 2011 uh, when they won the Super Bowl. I know they made the playoffs twice, but that 2016 team was not very good. Last year's playoff team, they got really lucky. And yeah. I, I remember... They back into the playoffs there. 
Yeah, I, I remember saying it to you after the Dallas game when we just got shellacked. Like, you can't really fix. If you have a really bad offensive line, you can't fix it. You're toast. Yeah, you're toast. And it, you saw it play out in Miami. Like, Miami has no pass rushers. And yeah. Daniel Jones just got teed off on. Um, another problem, I mean, I've been saying this for weeks, too, is even when Daniel Jones has time, there there are opportunities down the field that – they're trying to expand the playbook. That's why they paid him the big contract. And he's not taking them. He's still throwing the check down. Like that Wandale Robinson, I think was 37, and he threw it inaccurately and short of the sticks. And it's like, you know what, man? Like, yeah. I can't help you. And what's going to be really, right. really sad. And like, and, and the fan base is still having this giant Daniel Jones civil war. Like, it's the offensive line, it's Corbett. Well, it's, it's both the problems. What's going to end up happening is because I don't think he's going to play this week. I think he's got the neck injury. What I noticed with Tyrod Taylor at the end of that Dolphins game was, listen, he still looked like crap, but it looked quicker, yeah. and he was actually looking downfield. And if that happens against the Bills, and he kind of looks competent, like, that's it for Daniel. That's it. That's it. Like, there, there's no coming back from that. They, I think that's going to show at that point, like, we, we should not have extended him. And there was no right situation to happen in the offseason. But... yeah. Now we're going to be stuck with him at least through next year. It's just, it's, it's bad. It's bad. I mean, like, I, I don't really see a ton of wins on this schedule either. Because yeah. this offensive line, I mean, if you can't block Seattle, you can't block Miami, you can't block anybody. No, we're going to be fighting for a top five picks, man. Okay, that's perfect. That's perfect. So they're going to be, so fans are going to be hearing uh, this spiel every single week from us. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, and then we're going to get really angry when they win because it's going to cost us Caleb Williams or uh, Derek May. Exactly. So that's like every every sharp air quotes sharp guy is on fucking is on New England. Everybody loves the spot. And listen, I get it. But I've watched this team, and as somebody who has watched this team, this reminds me of like pre Parcel days. Like that's how bad this team is playing. Stupid penalties. Can't do the normal shit right. Like the O line. Like my O line is just as bad as yours. It's fucking terrible. He's the most pressured quarterback. Um, the NFL, according to PFF, and it's not getting any better, man. I miss Dante Skarnecchia so much. <laughs> like that just proves how good he was, man. Like Skarnecchia was so good, but whatever it is, what it is, I think we're going to lose. So my pick for the for my homer game, I, I would take uh, I would take the Raiders laying the points, dumbass McDaniel's and all. Uh, I will easily lay three on the Raiders. Okay, I mean, so for my homer pick, I think it really comes down to if Saquon's going to play. Because it is going to yeah. be a little windy and the weather's not going to be very good on Sunday. I'm going to attempt to golf on Sunday, by the way. So pray for me on that one. <laughs> but uh, uh, look, I mean, if Saquon comes back and it's Tyrod Taylor starting, you know, I mean, I don't know if I really believe in the whole revenge game thing because it's been so long since he's been with Buffalo. Uh, I would think the revenge oh, game for Tyrod Taylor is actually with the Chargers because they actually ruined his career by popping his lung. Tried to kill him. <laughs> yes, they tried to kill him. I think that's the revenge one at that point. But I mean, it's it's fourteen and a half right now. The Bills have a lot of injuries on defense. They can't stop the run either, and it just seems like the Giants just get so far behind in games where they just stop running. If maybe they can just get out and start controlling the clock a little bit, have a little success with that run game, and maybe they cover the fourteen and a half. So I'm going to close my eyes. I mean, they they're zero and five ATS right now. They got to cover it at some point. Maybe it'll be this game. And if it's not this that's game, big, then they're not going to cover. They're not. That's such it. a big. That's such a big number. Like I, I like it because Buffalo coming back from London. Like you know, hopefully a little jet lag, looking past them type deal. Because who's Buffalo got next week? 
Uh, actually, I think they might have New England next week. I thought we had them in three weeks. I thought we had Miami in Miami next. Maybe not. Hold on. Might, yeah, you might be right. It might be Buffalo than Miami. Yeah, nope, they got, Buffalo, Miami. Yep, they got uh, the Patriots next week. Yeah, so they're not looking past the Giants for our shitty team. Um, but, but all right, well, fucking yeah, I I support the 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 taking of the fourteen and a half, closing your eyes and fucking praying. Don't even watch it; it's too stressful. Yeah. Um, all right, before we get down to our five picks, man, gonna talk to you guys about Underdog Fantasy. They got a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times your money payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to five hundred bucks. Hundred thousand dollars Sundays continue over on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players will get ten k each. So watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, UnderdogFantasy.com. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to five hundred bucks. That's UnderdogFantasy.com promo code SGPN. And Manscaped is back. We're brought to you by Manscaped. <laughs> and they've taken a step up from Balloween to bring you the cleanest shave it's ever seen. So this season, no need to no need to toil in trouble. Manscaped's all handyman, all new handyman is the best way to get rid of that stubble featuring a compact design, next-gen skin-safe technology. The handyman was designed to give you a smooth finish without the mess of traditional shave. And the sweetest treat this Halloween by going to manscaped.com and use promo code SGP for 20% off plus free shipping. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said before, boys, you don't want to use the same uh, trimmer that you use on your nuts on your face. Uh, you know, Steve, you have, uh, you have a clean shave, so you don't have to worry about it. But I trim my beard. Um, I save a lot of money on razors, I'll tell you that, man. Like these razors last for months because I do this little bit here, the neck. And then since, I mean, even COVID, I mean, I pretty much just hit it with that. I don't even do a clean shave down there unless I got to go see somebody. So, uh, but like, yeah, look, Manscaped, take care of your face, takes care of your balls, takes care of everything. Um, and look, you get 20% off when you use code SGP over at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code SGP for a look as sweet as candy. Get yourself the handyman from Manscaped. All right. All right. So we went, let's go back to Let's go forward to back again. Let's go give the number. Give your give your lock. Give your number. Give my lock. lock again. Yeah. All right. Eagles minus six and a half. So it's moved to, it's moved it. to seven since that. Seven Look, now. Would you still would you still bet it at seven? Yeah, I'd still bet it at seven. Look, like yeah. I mean, Zach Wilson the last couple of weeks, people are saying, oh, maybe we got to start giving him a little bit more of a chance. But that Broncos defense, as we're probably going to see tonight, is is absolutely terrible. Um, you know, the Jets secondary had a couple injuries last week too, and I just think Philadelphia's. Uh, front seven is going to give Zach Wilson some problems and, you know, basically turn him back into a pumpkin there. Uh, I was really impressed with the Eagles, too, going into Los Angeles. I took the Rams plus four and a half. That was a really close competitive game. It seemed it like they weren't really doing a very good job on Cooper Cub and, P- and Puka either, like, you know, contain their pass game, but I don't think it's going to be much of a problem uh, for uh, facing the Jets this week. I think you're about Brees Hall. Uh, and that offense really got together in the second half or so. They started to wake up. They're starting to click in better. So give me uh, Eagles minus six and a half or seven. Yeah, and the Jets don't just don't have Sauce Gardner either this week, do they? I don't I think mean, I don't think they do. And even when they did, like they've had trouble against number one receivers all single year. Yeah. So last year, I mean, last week with the Broncos they didn't really have a number one. But like CD Lamb torched them, Stefan Diggs torched them. So what do you think AJ Brown's yeah, going to do? True. And and even Devontae Smith too. Yeah, he's been a disappointment. Fucking thanks for that keeper. Yeah. You know um, what? It was, tro- it was the Trojan horse. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right. So uh, my lock, uh, I'm, I'm 
I don't care that like Atlanta didn't cover last week and they should have no one fucking game. If you watch, which I watched the tunnel Houston game, Houston should have won handily. Like, I don't know what the hell happened in the first half. They just weren't converting their scoring. Um, they're taking on Washington. I know they're a road dog. They're not getting the full three, but I will always take the two and a half. Uh, they got extra rest. Um, yeah, Atlanta is just, it's so fraudulent. Like, and I know Ritter played well, I guess, for his standard, but it still wasn't good. Uh, they throw to Johnu Smith instead of Kyle Pitts. They don't use Bijan the way they should. They keep handing it to that bum Algier. I don't believe in that coach. I don't care. I'm picking on Atlanta uh, again, and I'm just taking Washington. And um, yeah, I'm just fading Atlanta. I just do not believe in this Atlanta team. Okay. Yeah, I, I looked at that game. I decided to stay away because. No. The thought of backing Sam Howell. I know. Like, like am I going to get like first half Sam Howell last week or second half, am I get second half? Yeah, man. Listen, um, I mean, look, Sam Howell blows. Ron Rivera is terrifying when you have money on his team. Uh, Mr. Analytics uh, doesn't understand analytics at all. Um, the, uh, it's fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, listen, I, I don't care. I think uh, this, the, yeah, I just think that the, the Washington is going to be able to put a whooping on him. I think Ritter blows, um, like blows, blows. Like I think he's, he needs to be benched. Like I said, like he just needs to go. He's terrible. If I was a Atlanta fan, I'd be losing my mind. I know. So, all right. Uh, so my number two pick games in London. So I'm going to go Baltimore minus four. Okay. Uh, listen, I watched, Tell me on that. I watched an unhealthy amount of Steelers Ravens last week because it's part of the quad box. And just sometimes Lamar has some of these stinker games. It wasn't even Lamar. It was his sorry-ass pass catchers dropping fucking touchdowns left and right. Yeah, they, they're dropping passes. Lamar threw a couple of bad balls, too. But that defense is still really, really good. Yeah. They let up at the end because I think just finally this – and I had a conversation with Cameron on Tuesday. Just They finally started giving to Jalen Warren, you know, their best you know, skill or, or second-best probably offensive player on that team. But – I think Ravens is going to bounce back here. Like Tennessee has had trouble with elite defenses. I remember with, you know, I mean, the Saints gave them a lot of trouble in week one. Uh, Cleveland kicked the crap out of them. Baltimore's <laughs> got a really good defense, too. They're starting to get a little healthier as well. So I think I'm just going to say Baltimore minus four. Um, I just don't think Tennessee is a very good team. So that's why I'm just, that's my number two pick. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. I'm just salty about Lamar from fantasy. Like that, he fucking killed me in all my leagues because Mark Andrews dropped them, Zay Flowers dropped them, um, and I mean, yeah, what are you gonna do? It's Pittsburgh. What do you? I mean, it's 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 a, it's a little different with how terrible. Um, the hell uh, with how terrible Tennessee is. Yeah, going overseas. Thank you. No, I won't take it. Um, I'm going chalk uh, with 49ers uh, laying eight and a half. I think of the number is now. You could have got it's it. It's up to ten actually. Is it okay? So yeah, so I I got it at I got it. I think I got it at five and a half, and then I got I took it again at eight and a half. Um, so what? Because what's his name starting? PJ is that his name? PJ Walker. Yeah, PJ Walker. He blows. Like I know Cleveland's defense is good. San Francisco's a world beater. I know they're on the road. Uh, I don't know if Amari Cooper is gonna. But yeah, I, I just can't. I just can't back this Cleveland team. It's still fucking Cleveland. I don't get how good the defense is, and I know they they've been stout uh, and. Definitely, you know, defense is good, but I just think San Francisco is on another level, man. Like, I really do. Like, just watching them destroy Dallas, which is the easiest bet I made last week. Um, yeah, like, they're just so good, man. They are just so good. And I'm taking, and I know it's, I know it's terrifying like, that many points on the road against a defense like this, but I just think they'll handle their business and, uh, and roll into Cleveland and, and get out of there with at least 10 point win. Okay. Well, we're on opposite sides on this one. 
So okay. that was actually my number four pick. Let's move into my number three pick here. So, okay. here, so I'm, I, I have not bet this game yet. It's up to 10. I think I'm going to bet it at 10. Uh, look, like I'm assuming it's 10 because there's going to be no Deshaun Watson, but the weather's going to be really bad there on Sunday. Yep. It's going to be windy. It's going to be rainy. And I remember seeing Deshaun Watson in week one and he looked terrible in the weather. So is there really going to be a big difference between him and PJ Walker in this thing? Why not? As far as like the game plan. Now there's no Nick Chubb. I get that, but I'm getting 10 points. And I think you want to look at the other side with the Niners as well, where Brock Purdy, like he was throwing accurate balls, but he doesn't have a lot of arm strength. There was a lot of just placement stuff in that wind and rain. I think I'm a little concerned about how he's going to do there. And you're right. The Browns defense is just so good. This bet is entirely in the faith of the Browns defense. They got to be able to ball up McCaffrey. I think they're going to be able to do it. I think Brock Purdy is not going to be near as effective as efficient in this weather. And I just think Browns are just going to kind of muck it up. So yeah, I, mean, I, can, I can see that. I can see that. But I think I just, I just have so much faith in Shanahan to be able to scheme up with weather like that, keeping short throws to their athletes, man. I mean, Ayuk, Debo, like McCaffrey, like they're all just athletes. You know what I mean? So I, yeah, I mean, I could, I could get it on either side. I just, I just think San Francisco is such a stud team that I'm going to bet it. Okay. All right. Um, what was your number Oh yeah, sure. Let's do yeah, that. Let's our break, and then we'll finish our last two picks. Yep. Let's play our let's play, pay our last bills. So, uh, the second chance survivor. If you already knocked out of the NFL survivor, don't worry. We got you covered with the SGPN second chance survivors presented by Corey Pinkston and Bark and Dog Properties. Three thousand dollars are up for grabs. Winner take all starts week seven. So sign up now at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast com slash survivor pretty easy uh pretty easy to go sign up boys so go do that even if you're still another one it's three thousand three dollars up top see if you can go grab it now uh, and win bigger and bet smarter this nfl season with hall of fame bets the sports betting analytics platform for the pilates player props and game lines for all your sports with historical data and stats enter any pilot idea into the hall of fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks got value so stop betting in the deck and join over thirty thousand users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data driven parlays download hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code sgpn to get 50 percent off your first month today start researching start winning with hall of fame bets Cool. All right. So wait, I only gave out two. You got which ones did you do? You did. Yeah. You so that so, th- so that was my number four pick. I moved it to number three. So I I gave out three. So it's your okay, turn so, right now. What's your number three pick? All right. So my three pick, I, and like it's the same thing. Like the Saints beat the shit out of my terrible team. But my God, in the first half, were they trying to give that thing away? Like it, it, th- that team is so bad. It makes so many stupid decisions. That coach still blows. Derek Carr still sucks. Um, I mean, you know, as an Olave guy. <laughs> texting me about that you know like he just misses the throws uh houston i think is legit i said it last week they covered i think they should have won uh cj stroud is for real no tank dell um but whatever nico's the man uh so and, and shit even the ghost of robert woods is doing all right maybe utilize the tight ends a little more um they're at home getting points against a team i have zero respect for uh on an t- up-and-coming team and i love cj stroud talking uh, at these press conferences that is the quarterback that I was hoping Mac Jones was going to be. He is not. Um, so, yeah, listen, I love Houston this week, uh, getting points at home against that terrible, terrible Saints. All right. I almost took the Saints in this game. Just 
the high level analytics don't really like the Texans, especially in yeah. defense too. So that's a little scary considering like, uh, I mean, I, I saw maybe this is just really digging way, way too much into it. The <laughs> Texans are, I think, 28th against pass catching running backs and DVOA. And that just seems like all the Saints can really do is just throw that all in there. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, like, I was trying to think, like, you know, the Texans have they played really good defense? I mean, they kicked the crap out of the Steelers and they put up 30. So, on the flip side of the coin, has New Orleans played a good offense yet? So, I am staying away from the game, but I respect your opinion on that. Yeah, yeah, and I hate just I hate the Saints. Uh, like I just think they're such a bad team. I've been tagging them every week, and uh, I even bet them last week against my Pats. No, I didn't. Wait, I took the Pats last week. I think last minute money line, like an idiot. Um, <laughs> so, so, all right. So, what's your number? What was your number three turning into number four pick? Well, so one of the reasons why I said I wasn't really, I didn't love this week that much. I, I like a lot of favorites this week. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of bounce back favorites too. And you just talk about one team that kicked the crap out of somebody, and then now they're a favorite on the road again. I'm going to go Dallas minus two. So okay. Chargers are coming off a bye. Don't let the bosses hear you say that shit. Hey, listen. I mean, like, I, don't, I think Kramer would fire me if he heard my Giants takes, to be completely honest. So, look, I mean, so the Chargers are coming off a bye, and I know I took the Browns coming off a bye, but I think offenses are more affected by this bye week stuff than the defenses. Like, I, I last year... I can't, I don't know if this sat off the hand, but like teams, I think ATS coming off a of bye were like pretty bad it's just because of the new practice rules out. They're just not really firing. And I think this offense might be able to come off the bye, not really good shape. I don't really have a whole lot of faith in Brandon Staley getting this team prepared. And Dallas, yeah, he's a just, yeah, d- yeah. And Dallas has got humiliated last week. Chargers defense is not very good. I think this is going to be a situation where when Dallas plays kind of softer defenses, Dak is going to feast when they end up playing ones that kind of want to punch him in the mouth a little bit. That's when he's going to start having issues. Chargers really bad against the run. Uh, we coming out of halftime. They asked Mike McCarthy if you know if he wanted to establish the run. I think he was down like three touchdowns. He's, he just said yes. So I think they're be able to establish the run. I think Tony Pollard's finally going to get stuff going. And technically, this is a revenge game. Uh, Brian Schottenheimer, the son of the late um, Marty Schottenheimer. His dad got unfairly fired in 2006 when they no, went. He, didn't. he went 14 and two, and they canned him. Yeah, because we whooped them. I know, but you who gets who goes 14 two and they get fired after that. Uh, listen, yeah, I, but he just he on he underperformed with that fucking roster for so long. Like I didn't like Matty Schottenheimer. Okay, and I think I think I'm probably a little skewed because uh, Christian Fourier uh, played for him, and he was a radio personality up in Boston after he played for us, and uh, he hated Schottenheimer, and so I hear. Oh, all these bad stories about Matty Schottenheimer. So, yeah. Listen, wait, so I know Brian's that, on. Yeah, Brian's the offensive coordinator for Dallas. So, oh, that's right. so revenge game for his late father. And he's going to go oh, to the gravestone and put some flowers out with a single tear in his eye saying, oh. I got him back for you, Dad. So, I, Dallas I minus two. That. <laughs> I love that. Okay. All right. I'm, all right. I think I'm going to join you on that one. You know me. Yeah, you know, you knew no. that. You knew that narrative would get me. You knew <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my four pick. Um, I, so I was going back and forth. I, I had the Eagles as well at seven. You had kind of already explained that one. So I'll I'll go with the Rams. Um, I just think they're that team that nobody expected. They got the grit. They got grime. Stafford looks good. Um, I mean, they got. I mean, who would have thought Puka Nakua would still be so good when Cooper Cup came back? Cup was just shredding them last week. Uh, and this defense is worse. Uh, so I, it's seven at home. Um, 
yeah, I just uh, I just think they're such a scrappy team, man. And uh, veteran and uh, McVeigh still a great coach. And yeah, fuck it, man. Like I just I just think they'll roll at home. Okay. Um, those not I my cards. I, th- I think I think the shine is off the Cardinals, like because yeah. I mean, what Connor's going to be out. Uh, Ingram might not play. We were talking about it offline, how much he went for in our fucking guillotine league. Some bum I've legitimately never heard of. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, who's their best receiver? Fucking Marquis Hollywood Brown. Yeah, yeah I he's mean, good. Yeah, fine. Like, whatever. He was like, really yeah. good against the Giants, but every receiver is good against exactly. the Giants. Exactly. It doesn't so. count. Uh, yeah. So I, lo- I love the Rams. I think I, so. I was thinking, I was going back and forth to making that my favorite versus uh, Washington, but I always feel like I'm going to take a dog as my favorite. Okay. Um, so my last pick is this is a gross, gross pick. Okay. But I just think about Chicago and now they finally had the fan base excited because they just yeah. kicked the crap out of Washington. And I just think the last 20 years of my life, how many times Chicago just laid an egg at home oh, yeah. and just pulled the rug out of their fan base. And everyone is fading this Minnesota team. There's chatter about they're, they're quitting. They're going to sell. They're going to tank. I think the yep. Bears are going to be a very popular underdog to take this week. I'm going to take Minnesota minus two and a half. Look, the Chicago defense still sucks. We saw oh, yeah. it in the second so half. Bad. They couldn't stop, you know, Sam Howell. And they weren't even throwing their best receivers at that time. So, you know, I know they're out Justin Jefferson, but they still got, you know, Jordan Addison. Still got TJ Hawkinson. You know, maybe they start leaning on the run a little bit with Cam Akers and Madison. A one-two combo there. The Bears can't stop the run either. And... I mean, look at the guys, you know, the teams that Minnesota's played. They played the Eagles. They played the Chiefs. They played the Chargers. So, uh, I mean, and they have going on the road and being the Panthers 21 to 13 and covering there. I think this is kind of a similar situation. Uh, I think it would be kind of an ugly game, but I think Chicago is once again going to kick their fan base in the nuts. And Minnesota kind of covers, and I'll take the two and a half with them. Love it. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you on that 100%. That's, that's definitely Chicago. And they tried to give that shit away in the second half. <laughs> like, that was crazy. So, yeah, I like that pick a lot. Um, and then, sorry, Kelsey caught a ball. I was hoping he wasn't going to get a touchdown. All right. So, my, my fifth, uh, my fifth and final pick, uh, I'm laying the two and a half with Cincy. I don't understand. I know Seattle's coming off a rest. That O line still blows. Uh, Tyler Lockett hasn't had a game over 60 yards in like 20. 18, 19 games or something like that. D- DJ, uh, DK Metcalf is, you know, up and down. Um, yeah, I mean, I think especially because Higgins might come back too. I mean, everybody was shitting all over since he's offense. They looked good last week and always against the, you know, a lesser opponent, obviously. Uh, but I mean, Chase was literally always open. Like you said, he was going to be Higgins could be back. Mixon is whatever. Like he can get it done. If Barrow's healthy and he keeps saying he's getting better every day. I mean, two and a half at home feels like a fucking steal. Like, it really does. Like, it feels like a steal. But it's my fifth pick because it feels very trappy. But I'm taking Cincinnati. Yeah, it, it feels fair. I almost took Cincinnati as well. Like, again, fading teams are coming off a of bye there. And also, like, Seattle wins for the bye week just destroying the Giants. And again, as someone who watched the entire game, the Giants are absolutely horrible. Seattle didn't really do anything special uh, in that game. So, they, you know, I mean, I think they got a couple guys back in the offensive line. But overall, though... I mean, Seattle's been kind of a clunky team so far. I think they're a bit of a fraudulent three and one. And then maybe the Bengals kind of found their groove last week. I guess the danger is, you know, did the Bengals just find their groove against a really crappy team and they're going to come back down to earth this week? I don't think so. Seattle doesn't have a pass rush. No. So, and even though the Giants made it look like they were the 85 Bears, (laughs) uh, I don't think the Bengals are going to quite do that. So uh, I, I like that pick. 
All right, cool. All right, so what we got? What we got next week? What fucking shitty tournament is next week? We have the Zozo next week, which is going to oh, be all right. an absolute disaster because there's no motivation to go over and play in Japan anymore because they took away all the money. It used to be the big, a really big money purse. Yep. Not and anymore. now they'll probably they'll probably have Hideki. They'll probably have Alexander will go over. I don't know. There was a I I uh, heard on one of the podcasts that apparently Xander was I think honeymooning with Cantlay. On his I'm home. sorry, what? Yeah, apparently they all went on the honeymoon together. There's a weird dynamic with that. That is, that is, that's. I mean, that that's making me think of the the pitchers uh, for the Yankees in the seventies who legitimately like were swingers, then swap wives, like switch wives. Yeah, there's something <laughs> like, we- not just for a night, like legitimately switch wives forever. Yeah, there, there's something going on with that. So I don't know. He might show up. I mean, he did win the gold medal over there. I don't. But the pro. I mean, I, I think it's only it's the same purse as like the Shriners. So. There's no reason for any of these guys who finish the top fifty to play. So wow. I, 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 I don't think it's 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 probably going to be a pretty bad field. Keegan will probably go over though, so that's going to hold your interest. As yeah, I'll watch champion. it. I'll watch it for Keegs. How did you see? He's on the. Um, yeah, you sent me the text about him being on it. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited about that. When the hell is that going to start? I have no idea. I don't know what's really happening anymore. I, I sent you a, a text message that uh, apparently the uh, the framework agreement is uh, oh yeah going to go I up know. in smoke with everything, which yeah, is well. just going to make everything just go back to whatever it was. And Liv yeah. apparently didn't get their OWGR points. I know I saw uh, Bryson complaining about that. Yeah how, how do you how do you feel about well, that? Before, well, let's make this our last thought before we get going. How do you feel about that? I think it's kind of shitty. I do. T- I do too. I think it's kind of shitty. Like. I mean, look at some of these fields that the false swings putting out and guys are getting OWGR points for that. Like, that's what I mean. I, that's the hard part for me. It's like, come on, guys. Like, we're getting like, like this week. Come on, man. Like, Bo Hostler's in second. The, the ghost of Poston is, or, or no, wait, Hostler, did Hostler end up getting first round leader? Hostler was first round leader. I don't want, I don't want to talk about it. It's just going to make me mad. I bet <laughs> that right. bum every single week. And I said, fuck him. <laughs> now it happens. I mean, like the OWGR and their statement, like I understand their position. They're, they're basically yeah. following it by the book, but they just gave themselves an own goal by saying like these rankings no longer are going to have yeah. the, the yeah. best people. No. And, and, and again, you follow by the rule, but this is so unprecedented. Like the rules were written, not thinking there was going to be some split off fucking other than the PGA tour. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. of course, it's not a rule written for it. Like, of course it wasn't. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I think it's kind of shitty, but look, man, it is what it is. It is. I mean, it really only matters with majors. Maybe they'll change the qualifications. Maybe they'll give some exemptions to some live guys and just make them happy. So That'd be nice. Because, yeah, I mean, I, I like to see DJ. I like to see Bryson, obviously. Well, I mean, all those guys will play just because they won majors. But, like, Patrick Reed's out of exemptions now. Yeah, I'm like, fine never seeing him. Taylor, Gu- Taylor Goosh is an exemption. I'm fine never seeing him again, too. Okay, yeah. all right, fine. You know, honestly, I... I I don't mind seeing Reed kind of pop up every now and then. Yeah, I know. You like, you got a soft spot for that prick for some reason. I, I kind of do. I've won a lot. Of, <laughs> I've won a lot of money with Reed. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he's been kind to me. All right. Well, fucking uh, Matt will be uh, doing the DFS show on Monday. We'll be back on Tuesday. I will be here this Tuesday. And uh, yeah, other than that, uh, let's go uh, make some money this fucking weekend. Let's go.